Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one will. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in the Tyler, people up in the Maha City of Denver, Colorado, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You're tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, is spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Maestro Dobell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND, if you know what you want to talk about uh like always it is open phone lines feel free to give us a call or you can just sit back and listen to the show and my takes uh the only thing that we ask you to do is to be patient uh first of all call during the uh breaks since uh doing the breaks and be patient during the long segments and breaks and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly also keep in mind uh, if you need to reach out to me via twitter or follow me uh you could do it at sports grind all right and also if you ever miss any of the shows live, uh, you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com. You can download the podcast seven days a week, 365. And if you are traveling or you're in a market that doesn't carry us terrestrial-wise, you can also go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can uh, click the play button and listen live, and we'll be there for you as well. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? You ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll. All right. So it's Tuesday. I've been uh, educating the new markets. This is our first football season together in regards to the format during this football season for six months on uh, Fridays, Mondays, and Tuesdays. So, uh, again, uh, today will still be, a, of course, football-heavy uh, recap. I want to touch on some of the games and things that came across my radar week one that we didn't get a chance to get to yesterday. Uh, so, definitely, we're going to be heavy football We've got, of course, the big news uh, with Aaron Rodgers that we'll get straight to here in a second. Um, Also, other sports world continues to move on. Um, You know, first off, we've in baseball, we haven't really gave my text uh, in a while in baseball in the last few days, getting ready for the season and stuff. Um, You know, the Rangers got a big win uh, against the Blue Jays. That's a big series. You know, the Rangers have been leaking oil uh, quite a bit over the last few weeks. Um, you know, so that was a big win for them. Um, we've got day action as we speak. The Yankees and the Boston. You know, Boston's kind of on life support too. Uh, they still have an opportunity fighting for that wild card spot. But to me, I, th- I think the story that's kind of going on that's kind of getting overshadowed, not getting enough run because again, it's football. Football's king. Uh, but the Otani effect is already in motion. Um, and what I mean by that, you know, there's reports that surfaced over the last 24 to 40 hours uh, that Mike Trout. Uh, is on the table uh, to possibly be traded. Um, now, look, Mike Trout, I mean, he's had horrible luck in the last few years with injuries. And uh, he has one injury he's dealt with uh, a few years ago and continues probably to linger that I know we've had a policy on this show for a long time is that you can talk about all the injuries, okay? Talk about Achilles, Okay, maybe too soon. But you can talk about Achilles. You can talk about hamstring pulls. One thing you don't want to mess with is a back in any sport. Once your back has problems, it's it's hard to go ahead and, you know, that's your core. It's it's hard to go ahead and recover from that. Now, with that said, um, Mike Trout's the type of player that you in baseball with no salary cap, you know, a game of history, a game of numbers. Mike Trout is usually a guy you're not moving. Okay. Um, 
but this kind of makes sense. Uh, I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but it doesn't surprise me that they're thinking about it because they've got a monster decision. Um, and I won't even say a decision, but they've got a monster competition on their hands uh, for the right of Otani. Despite injury, despite, you know, possibly still holding out, maybe needing Tommy John, uh, this is this effect taken early. Because uh, you got to think, remember, the owner decided not to sell, but this owner has, I would say, in the last 15 years, this owner has been snake bitten with some bad contracts. Um, I can go to the Josh Hamilton days, I can go to Albert Pujols' contract that became an eyesore. Uh, he's been snake bitten. So, uh, so to me, you know, to sit there and logically think that you really realistically want to carry these two salaries on your roster going into 2024 is hard pressed to fathom. And and not only that, you know, no postseason, you know, anything to show for it. And I'll tell you this: if if they do end up moving Mike Trout, everything in that trade need to be coming back prospects and pitching. Pretty, pretty much. And you really almost, in my opinion, got to go ahead and approach that thinking the fact that you might end up losing out on Tani. Now, I'll stick to what I said a few weeks ago. I think the injury, unfortunately, uh, to Tani, it's kind of increases the in Angels' chances of keeping him, you know, in the weird way. So that's going on in baseball. Uh, college football, uh, really just really off the field things that I wanted to touch on after we get with the NFL. Um, of course, I uh, didn't get a chance to speak on it uh, with the Mel Tucker situation. I wanted to read more into it and look at it. You know, uh, came across some interesting articles last night late. Mel Tucker has doubled down today. And I'm going to tell you, I told you yesterday, I was already smelling something that like, you know what, man? And then after to go back and read what this is really about, <clears throat> I'm skeptical as all get out. Okay, so I definitely want to talk about that. Uh, Coach Prime and Dion, they're setting record numbers in viewership. Um, amazing what he's doing. I want to look at those numbers. Also, uh, let's look at see. Uh, I know Jonas looked at it. He didn't. We didn't get a chance to get it yesterday. But I want to see who's in the AP top twenty-five, and also want to check in with our Brent McMurphy Action Network. I'm going to see what his top twenty-five is looking like because I'm inter- and I haven't looked at it because I'm going to wait till Jonas gives it to me in real time. But I'm interested to see what he did with Colorado this year. So uh, this week, I should say. Uh, so we've got all that getting uh, to get to. Um, also, we've got other um, injury news update uh, coming out of Mile High City in Denver regarding the Denver Broncos. But we'll get to that here shortly because we will start first um, with the National Football League. And we have put a bow on week one. And that is because we saw last night the Jets rally in the second half to beat the Buffalo Bills in a walk-off fashion in overtime with a kickoff uh, or punt return. Um, But it came at a price, as we all know by now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, four plays in, Achilles pops. Now I'm watching the game with AC, and I've got on the TV, and and I see the play, and then I say, okay, he gets sacked. Now when he got up, and he sat right back down. I said, that's Achilles. Um, I'm not a Dr. Sanja Gupta. Um, I didn't stay at a Motel 6. 
but I've watched enough sports and enough injuries uh, to see how athletes have reacted to know where I can Achilles it sticks out to me a sore thumb and the one thing that you know uh that I stood out to me the reason because it, until they slowed it down you didn't see the calf muscle reverberate as they say but when he went to get up and he's looking at the sideline and seeing what the next play's coming in and he gets up and then when he sits back down I'm like that's Achilles that's why you know early on all oh, well, of that x-rays ankle ankle I was like nah that's got to be Achilles I've seen Aaron Rodgers play with twisted bone ankles before I've seen Lyman you know land on Aaron Rodgers before and he's kind of limping around if anything if it was a bad high ankle sprain if it was an ankle if anything he would have limped off the field he did whatever so here we are um if you're a Jets fan before I get into the thoughts of this if you're a Jets fan you know, all I could say, and I, and I got one in my thread because he's in this league I play. He diehard Jet fan. I mean, I'm talking diehard. Just text me and say, first of all, man, it's probably the Jets have been cursed at this position. Joe Namath, I believe, probably sold his soul to the devil for that one Super Bowl, the, four, the, the, the fur coats. And all the women he ran through back in the 70s. He sold his soul. Because at the end of the day, you go from Vinny Testaverde. I remember that one because that was coming off of 99 after they had to get packed up. Bill Parcells, but old Curtis Martin down at Maha, the old Maha Stadium. Sent them home in the AFC Championship game. Back-to-back is in the books. Testaverde comes back. High hopes for Jets. They just come. Bam. Achilles. And what, of course, you know, my memory's bad, but I saw last night what they were going to was just the fact the eerie thing is they both presented the coin toss that day. You know, Vinny was at the coin toss when he came. Jets are just the Jets. There's some franchises, man, that are just, they lose for reasons and they're just cursed. Now, for the diehard Jets fans, it is heartbreaking because you have all this excitement. Uh, you have all this anticipation. We saw a glimpse of in the preseason. You've got a group of young talent men, especially on defenses, on the defensive side of the ball, and this happens. That's the one side of it. The second side of it I don't, you know, this is because, first of all, I'm always a fan of the Shield first. And I've never, you know, my biggest beef with Aaron Rodgers is the way that he has conducted himself over the last, I don't know, four to five years. Because, you know, I paid attention to him coming out of Cal. This wasn't who he was. Uh, those years sitting behind Brett Favre, uh, the first few years after taking over Brett Favre, this is what we've seen in Aaron Rodgers, not playing wise, not on the field. Okay, because regardless how I feel about him as how he's been as a teammate or how he handles himself or handles himself as being a part of player in this National Football League, I've never basically questioned the fact of his talents. He's one of the best talented quarterbacks that we've seen that's played this game. But the reality of it is, is that in life in general, people will tell you this, but in the NFL, I've seen it in professional sports has a way and especially that shield it has a way of sending you humbling moments and i think this is one of those things and again you know aaron thinks of life different than most you know this is a guy that went on a sabbatical and went into darkness just to decide if he wanted to come back and play um it depends on how he takes this you know reality he's 39 uh you know professional athletes will tell you that that has played the game that has had this surgery that has had this injury they will tell you it's one of the hardest ones to rehab from let alone being 39 now what we're gonna find out and and i've and there we're gonna find out a couple things with this not just with aaron Rodgers. 
but with the New York Jets, um, and also, which I'll get to one guy who I believe his career is on the line in the National Football League, and that's Nathaniel Atkins. That's Nathaniel. He's coaching for, because this is the thing. You go from as ineptitude and ridiculous and having your hands over one of the worst offensive, you know, teams and league history. And nobody else gets a job with that on their resume. Not the year after, not the same calendar year, but we got it because we all know it's Aaron Rodgers. Now you're about to go play 16 more games without Aaron Rodgers. And the microscope will be on not just Zach Wilson, which I'll get to him in a minute and what the Jets should do, but it's going to be on Hackett, and I'm going to be watching. So that's one thing. The other thing, when I say we're going to find out about Aaron Rodgers, look, man, this is a guy, which I predicted a few years ago, whether he stayed in Green Bay or he was coming to Jets, that I felt that this year, regardless, win, lose, or draw, Jets, Green Bay, whoever he be with, this is going to be his last year. Now, I backed off of that a little bit because when, you know, he got over there, you know, you start loving this stuff. You know, they're giving you everything you wanted. They're letting you put input on who's who we signing, who we're bringing in, what play, whatever. Then he's like, hey, man, I, you know, this might, he said it before the season started, this might be a, you know, two-year thing here. But the reality is, is that we're going to find out really where Aaron Rodgers is with his love for this game still. It is hard, okay, to accomplish what he's accomplished. Four league MVPs, Super Bowl champion, I don't know, three to four conference champions appearances. Will be Jumbo will be retired in Green Bay along like they did with Favre. I haven't looked, but I'm going to take an estimate. I'm going to say basically, you know, you're looking at a guy that has a net worth from a quarter billion dollars on the other flip side, or maybe a little bit higher. When you're sitting that in that in the bank, and you got to make a decision: Do I really want to go? Not even conditioning, getting back to playing, but do I want to go through this eight to nine month grueling rehab? That is a different type. Of monster. And not only that, you know, from the fact of how Aaron plays the game, his mobility is part of what he does. The reality of the situation, too, in real time when I saw this and, you know, they're having to help him in the back. They take him in the tent and they put him on the cart. I call it the John Deere. I know that we don't use John Deere tractors, but damn it, that's the original one. So they put him on the John Deere and I'm looking at him and I'm paying attention to him. And I'm big on body language. I said, I've seen this happen to guys a lot. This guy seemed at peace with this. He seemed at peace. I don't know what was on his phone. I mean, your Achilles has popped all this work and you worry about your phone. I don't know if it got context and maybe your favorite song downloaded. But Aaron had that damn iPod phone right in his hand. I'm like, where the hell you get that from? And this is if you got on the sideline. But anyway, this is a guy that seemed at peace. Guys are usually slamming their helmets down, pissed off, cussing. Especially if you're walking in a team that's supposedly be like this, that is Super Bowl contenders. That let me know he's a peak. Not that I don't want that to come across as me saying that Aaron didn't care or he doesn't care. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's just like, okay, well, maybe this is a sign. Maybe I'm only supposed to be playing for one uniform in my career. I don't know. It's 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 you know. I feel bad for the young player. I really feel bad more for Jets fans. And then I really do his teammates. Whatever. I mean, honestly, you know, I don't really feel, 
you know, I've, I've heard a lot of people today in the media and a lot of people say, hey, man, you know, I really feel bad and bomb for Aaron Rodgers. Look, man, let me tell you something. It sucks for the league. It sucks for the Jets. There is a guy that's, I don't know, about 40 years old, my age, that basically just worked at HEB overnight stocking on the, you know, you had to work the stock room when you got to lift stuff off or whatever, that popped his damn Achilles somewhere in a store somewhere, making about $15 an hour. I am not feeling sorry. If this is, it's sad for this to be, if this is the last of what we see at Roger. Now, that's another thing. I said, like, I said, you know what? Even though I feel about it, I can't see him wanting to leave like this. But when you talk about the grueling task of that injury, and it's not an MCL, it's not, a, this is that Achilles. It makes you wonder. But I ain't feeling sorry for him. That man's worth about a quarter billion, at least about 300. But when you add it up and talking about passions to vote, you know, to host Jeopardy one day, Hollywood, this and this, I don't know. We're going to find out, and it's a big decision that he's going to have to make personally. We'll get more into it on the flip side. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Spitting the One and Twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios, 877-37-GRIND. Um, oh, yeah, and this next segment, let's not forget that. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. All right, keep in mind, Specs, if you're looking to check out what the latest new products are in, or you already know what you want, and you just want it delivered straight to your doorstep, don't forget to go to specsonline.com. That is Specs. The fun starts here. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind and an official partner of the Dallas Cowboys, which Micah Parson has, has a suggestion as well, too. We'll get to him shortly. Um, 
But uh, and before we go on to admit the show, start the show. But uh, thoughts and prayers out to the Williams family. Former uh, NFL wide receiver Mike Williams played for the Bucks. A couple other teams uh, we didn't get really a chance to touch on. I know I had it on the docket last week, but of course he had a fortunate incident at a work site. I think uh, metal beam. Uh, fell on his head, was in ICU for a few days or week, was on a uh, ventilator, uh, swelling the brain, and I hear this morning he passed. So uh, thoughts and prayers, anybody that comes across my radar, former NFL or what, I always give a thoughts and prayers in general anyway. Uh, so to that, wanted to put that out there. Um, but back to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Um, and now, of course, the conversation uh today across the sports world is what are the jets gonna do what should the jets do i mean i woke up this morning i mean mike tannenbaum on the four-letter network i mean to hear this guy have suggestions sometimes i just think about like this is why your ass is in tv and no longer gm um look man this is a guy that you took what zach wilson was what second overall pick yes sir you took this young man at number two overall, okay? He got thrust in a tough situation. Um, we don't know, and I've said this this whole offseason and prior to them, uh, you know, courting Aaron Rodgers and signing him, we don't know yet if Zach Wilson is an NFL quarterback or not yet. Uh, the reality of the situation is this man went to BYU, okay, we all know, you know, what, what kind of university BYU is, okay? You go from that and you get dumped with $30, 40000000 million in your account and you pretty much go ahead and get dumped in New York. There's a maturity situation. And he went to the Jets, like I said in the opening, a franchise that is cursed at that position. So the reality is we don't know if he is or not. So my thing is, if you spent number two overall capital on him and you don't really have another running back, on, I mean, not running back, excuse me, another quarterback on your roster. So they're going to have to go sign somebody anyway. I mean, they got Dallas this weekend. They're going to have to go sign somebody in case something happens to Zach. My point is. You roll with Zach Wilson. I mean, you would like to think that the training camp with Aaron Rodgers, the wisdom, the, you know, technical stuff sitting already in quarterback rooms with Aaron Rodgers, this the preseason, you would like to think that Aaron and being surround him, he can coach him and he can basically help him along the way. The defense is obviously good enough to have them still be competitive and still earn a wild card spot. With Aaron Rodgers, I still had the Miami Dolphins as the class of this division. Pre-flop. So to me, you know, Colt McCoy, I've heard Joe Flacco. Are you serious? Um, Kaepernick is making the rounds again. Well, he's going to make the rounds every time. Some, I mean, I heard his agent reached out to him. But come on, I don't think Kaepernick, I don't even know if Kaepernick really wants to still play football. I really don't. Um, Carson Wentz? No. Matt Ryan? No, Matt's not coming out the booth for CBA. Why? Well, Matt, Matt didn't even Matt, know. Matt said he was not retired. He's not so retired. He, there, there, he has left the door open that he would leave the booth. I think it's a big mistake uh, because, first of all, even if you do not want, I understand how Robert Sala did Zach Wilson. 
I mean, I know that the whole, from Woody, the owner, to Robert Sala, I know everybody and their mom in that building has showed really what they think of Zach Wilson. But we're here at this point now. And the truth of the matter is, even if nobody in that building thinks Zach Wilson is their quarterback of the future, the one thing you really hope you could do is put him out there and let his stock go up a little bit this year. And what? You might get a wild card just in case. I just feel he's been in the system. He's been there. He knows what's going on. He's been there through a camp. He's did this. If this is a playoff and with Aaron Rodgers, it was supposed to be a Super Bowl contending team. And now it's still good enough to be a playoff team. And this is the reason why I said this falls on Hackett. He is, co in my opinion, he is coaching for his career in this NFL. If this team goes on to struggle offensively, you don't think the talking heads are going to, yeah, Zach Wilson will be like, hey, man, this guy, this is the reason why they got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's going to be a talk, but what else are they going to be talking about the other side of their mouth? Hey, this guy Hackett, you know, last year with Russ, we've seen this exactly. My ass has Hackett under a microscope because I disagree with him getting the job because I guarantee you, the first thing I was thinking to last night, somebody, when Aaron Rodgers was walking out in the cart, somebody needed to check Hackett's underwear. I know Hackett was over there damn near messing on himself, man. Like, oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Here we go again. Yeah, check his draws. <laughs> he got to produce something. Because uh, as far as I'm concerned, what I saw in week one in Soldier Field, this is about, as Stephen A. said, this is about LeFleur. Those four MVPs of the three that he got on, I don't think Hackett got anything. Hackett is Roger's close friend. That is a friendship. That is, I want to bring my friend to work. You know, we saw it down here in our backyard. You think Tim didn't care about coaching? You, what do you What do you think Tim said on the sideline? No aspiration coach. This was Pop going through a situation that he just went through Kawhi, losing his wife. It's like, look, I gotta go to forty one trips. Tim, can just come on, man, come with me. You, you doing anything? Come. On. That's what That's what hack it is to Aaron Rodgers. We got to find out, okay? Because it is Hackett's job to go muster something with this young man. Because we can't use the excuse, oh, well, he's, you know, Russ is washed up. It's Russ's fault. No, man, this is a audition on how long this guy is going to stay in the league. Now, the other crazy thing about this, the other flip side of this whole game, is the team that lost, okay? The Buffalo Bills. They were up 13, or was it 10 to 3 or 13 to 3 at halftime? Uh, I think 13. 13 to 3 at halftime. You could hear a pin drop in MetLife Stadium four plays in after Aaron Rodgers' Achilles pop. I mean, the atmosphere, 9 11, Aaron Rodgers is bringing the flag out, the American flag. That was an electric atmosphere. I could feel it through the TV. Pin drop. And you are the Buffalo Bills, who has won this division, I believe, three years in a row minimum and you are led by Josh Allen and this nucleus has been together and you can't find a way to win and close that game now the man sitting to the left of me after the second third preseason game say hey, Cal man you don't look man I saw they were trying to run the ball they were running the ball and I looked up and said hey man when real you know, in priests, they call them blanks. When will bullets start flying, that's what I'm going to see what Josh Allen in this office is about. And let me tell you something, man. Josh Allen hasn't bought in. He hasn't. And what I mean by buy-in is meaning the critiques and the criticism that I'm pretty sure his coaching staff, his quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator has told him 
in the off season, it's like, all right, dog, I hear you, man. All right, you you done? I got to know. I got another commercial to go shoot. I'm already running late. This also goes back to my point yesterday, class. When I tell you the problem I have with this era we in, guys are getting on TV and endorsing stuff and ain't won nothing. I can't count on three. I can count on two fingers how many national commercials I saw Jim Kelly have. And Jim Kelly invented an offense. He invented K Gun, and I don't see. I didn't see Jim Kelly. Okay, when I was sitting in my room on my Star Wars wallpaper in my underwear, I don't remember seeing Jim Kelly on my TV as much as I've seen Josh Allen, who hasn't really won anything. And we're talking about a man that took a team that will never happen again, took him to four straight Super Bowls. But I see Josh Allen on TV every damn other commercial this opening weekend. Number two. It is time to start. Where is the Dak criticism for Josh Allen? Where is it? This man has 86, I think it's 86 or 88 turnovers. 84. 84 feels like 94. 84 turnovers since he's come in. And for y'all don't really pay too much attention to Saturday, the Mel Kuypers in the world, what do you think was on Josh's report card coming out of Wyoming? He turns the ball over a lot. He's, he's sporadic. Now, I've said this before. He looked, people questioned Buffalo year one. Like, did they get the right guy? Two, it was shaky. Three year, third year, he popped. Then he gets an MVP conversations of this or whatever. And then, hey, what do you know? Guys that get jobs because they share a same room with that quarterback. Hey, Brian Dable, you want a head coaching job? Come on. And as soon as Brian Dable has left his mechanics, he, 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 like he, you saw a guy like like Josh Allen looked like he had an outer body experience last night in talking to the media. I'm just looking at him, and I'm looking at him, and he's just sitting there saying, "Oh well, you know, I don't know, just the same bleep every same day. Uh, you know, I lost the same thing I was doing last year. Yeah, man, in the elimination game, you had like three picks. You're leading the league. It has to be up there with red zones interceptions. And he just got paid a while ago, but he had these problems coming out of Wyoming. You take Dable away, that don't mean Dable's a hell of a head coach. But you take Dable away, and all of a sudden his mechanics. And another thing that I know he hasn't bought in." There are some times, man, where it's like, you know, Josh Allen at some point from Pop Warner to middle school or high school football, Josh Allen had a passion to play running back. Because Josh Allen is the one quarterback that will take hits. It's not about, hey, slide and get down or running. It's about why are you taking unnecessary flips and hits when that stuff adds up? And you know what it tells me? Not McDermott, which I told you before the season started. He was one of those on the cool. Watch him, man. They're not going to ruin. They're not going to waste Josh Allen's prime years. But the reality, what it tells me, McDermott and that coaching staff, they don't they're letting Josh they they're it's I won't say afraid of Josh Allen, but nobody can get to him. And maybe this is what is brewing with Stefan Diggs. I'm seeing Stefan Diggs on the sideline last night. Hey, come on, man. Just shake it up. Let's play. He pointed to his head. I read lips, man. Uh play smart. Josh needs to start getting that Dak treatment nationally, man. Period. Now, I understand Josh Allen has played in a conference championship game. Dak hasn't. I get that. 
If you polled all the GMs, 32 GMs in the league, and they could stay anonymous, and you say, hey, man, if I've got to poll up Josh Allen and Dak Prescott, who you want to start a franchise with, 98.9% of them are going to say Josh Allen. I get all that. I'm talking about from the media, and football fans need to give Josh Allen the same treatment that we hear about Dak. You know what the difference is? Josh plays in Buffalo. Boy, there's two differences. One I'm going to leave to the side because I got I to gotta use that one later. I'm going to use that. I got to, hey, I ain't going to do it on this shoot. I'm going to wait till we shuffle the cards and I use that one. On the, one of the, on the second one, one plays in Buffalo and one plays with a star in his helmet. Man, I mean... Fall on the ball. Like, why are you picking the ball on the snap that came in? Why are you picking up the ball and trying to fall on it? And I can take a high school quarterback out of class 5A and that interception that he threw across his body because he has an arm. Not too many people can do that, but Josh has a cannon. He throws it cross field and double coverage. And then it kind of dawned on me this morning when I looked at it. I'm looking like, damn, a high school 5A quarterback knows you. Even if he had the physical attributes to make that throw, you can't make that throw. I'm looking at there's double team and I'm like, wait a minute. I know I need glasses. I'm in denial. But I had to look again. I'm like, that ain't even digs you trying to get that too. That's like receiver number two or three you trying to fit that through i can maybe understand if that's digs over there that wasn't even digs this game will humble you real quick man it is hard as hell to win on sundays and it's hard for people to play that position with the expectations because i told y'all before the season when we picked up, i say hey what is buff like they've been hitting on this door but nobody's really talking you know they've got some weird off-season stuff going on but what it's like because people around you man the league is designed for people to in teams to get better Josh needs to start taking some criticism, man. That guy's got too many endorsements. I like Josh Allen. I really do. But the reality of it is, is like, yo, <laughs> I mean, the reports had it that Diggs thought their window was closing. That's why he's panicking. And he doesn't feel like people are taking it serious. Maybe he's not so much in the game plan. You're not getting to me. That ain't a way to start. And now he has lost two games to Zach Wilson. Why everybody's running to know who the Jets going to sign. Who they going to run with Zach. Run with him. Come on, Salah. This defense, this is when it comes to coaching. I mean, you you got to sit there. You got to, Jets should finish with a top three defense in this league if they stay healthy. So my thing is, you Zach, with Hackett and Aaron Rodgers around, Zach Wilson should be enough to know you're not going to be able to run the same offense as as you would with Aaron Rodgers. But even though that's what Hackett tried to do last year. But anyway, you're not going to be able to do that. He's going to have to make adjustments. You can score some points, man. You can get out here with some wins. I just think if worst case scenario, man, you got to put some film out there to see if you can get something for him in the offseason. Worst case. Now, they got to go sign a quarterback because what? They only got, what, one on their roster at this point or two? Speaking of the Jets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zach Wilson and then they're likely, uh, all, per all reports, Tim Boyle, the practice squad quarterback who was who played with them for the preseason. He got cut, re-signed to the practice squad. In all likelihood, he's going to be you know, elevated for uh, Pittsburgh on a short week. Or not, not, not Pittsburgh, sorry, Dallas. Yeah, you, you got to go sign a veteran. I, yeah, like, so I, I want to clarify myself. I'm not saying they don't need to go sign a quarterback. They need to go sign a veteran quarterback, but not to replace Zach Wilson right away. 
you, you can't tell me you're going to get some veteran. I don't care if it's Matt Ryan. I don't care if it's Carson Wentz, Colt McCoy. Nobody is picking up this system within five days more than can run it than Zach Wilson can by the time you go to down to Dallas. What do you got? To what point do you ride Zach Wilson this year? Because uh, you could go get a veteran quarterback, uh, let him sit in the quarterback. Like You could get one now, let him sit in the quarterback room for three weeks, four weeks, and then just hope that you're still in the div- division conversation here as, as the calendar turns to the middle of October and we get ready for Halloween season. All right? You could, so if you brought somebody in now, they would have about four weeks to absorb. But how far will you ride with Zach Wilson? Is a, is a 500 record, you know, two and two, over the next four games? Is that okay to to keep him as QB one? I think that the reality is, in my opinion, there's nobody on the street right now that can walk in. Whether you get three weeks to absorb the system or four, that's really going to increase your chances that much to win more than Zach Wilson. That's available. Matt Ryan, no. All these guys are older. Cam Newton, no. Carson Wentz, I've been on the Carson Wentz train, but there's something mentally with Carson Wentz that it's just you just can't get. No. So to answer your question, Jonas, I think until unless you can pinpoint every week, he's losing us the game. This guy is running. He's turned over the red zone like we did last year. He hasn't learned anything, and he's averaging two turnovers through game. Okay, then we got to make a chance. Let's switch. The reality of it is, is man, is that I believe if you have a defense like this, and keep in mind, this is the organization who drafted a number two overall pick, but they hired a defensive-minded coach. So the truth of the matter is, is you've got to sit there. If you've got a defense, and keep in mind, man, I mean, look, look how good my man ran the ball last night for New York. Coming off of ACL injury, it, 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 within eight months, what, he surfaced that injury what, in week four last week? I mean, last year? It was year? around there, yeah. If he's full healthy, that's to the house. <laughs> the only reason why he got caught in that touchdown is because, damn it, this is my – I'm coming off ACL injury. They, Dalvin Cook, you've got a running game and a defense. you got to go sign a quarterback, but not to come in and leapfrog Zach Wilson. What you got, Hatchet? Not right away. No, not right away, and I don't think it, – it should be a leech that's somewhat because I don't believe that many people give him a better chance of – pretty much being successful you listen to the sports grind today's show is being presented by dos Equis. get a dose we are broadcasting here from the maestro de bell tequila studios calvin casey jonas clark producing spinning the one and twos we'll be back when life sounds too much like this It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging. It's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. 
It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 